ไม่มีชื่อ Give me a hundred meows Do it มีชื่อ Oh she Nope She's so meowful when I come home and now nothing Very withholding Hello. Well, you're gonna meow when I brush your frigging teeth later. I can't wait to see that. Ow. I'm gonna tell you this tale about how I body checked Sam Waterston last night. Oh my god. Was he? Is he okay? He's fine. Okay. He's fine. I was at the opening night of Coriolanus. Yeah. At the Delacorte Theater, the Publix Shakespeare in the Park. Is that in Central Park? It is indeed. Okay. It's a beautiful. It's beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful theater. You can see the uh, the castle, the uh, starts of the bee castle in the background of the stage. I've never been. It's wonderful. Highly recommend it, and it's free. Um, anyway, it's it's playing through Sunday, I think. So you can go see it if you're local. Um, big shout out to Jenna. Who Jenna, got me opening night tickets. Jenna, come on the and pod. Hoard it all night. We didn't. We left it <laughs> at midnight. <laughs> Uh, the show ended at 11, and oh we God. left the party at midnight. Well, we got kicked out. You can't party in Central Park after midnight, it turns that out. That makes sense. Um, yeah, so I was making my way toward the um, the wine line, and it was very crowded, and I body-checked a man, and I said, Oh, shit, sorry. And it was all sad. No. And he was smiling with his was eyes, like two, like two upside down crescent moons. Ugh, what a just smiling, smiling. Face. And he said, "He said, oh, don't worry about it." And I was like, "Wow!" Wow! <laughs> I just he wasn't in the show. No, he was in the audience. Okay. And David Hyde Pierce was there. <gasps> Niles. <laughs> yes, yes, he was there, and he sat right in front of me, but two rows in front. Wow. I know. Holy shit. I know. People, um, it turns out, love Shakespeare. People love Shakespeare. Elegant men love Shakespeare. Elegant white men. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> That's not true. I take specific. it back. Shakespeare is for everyone, and everyone likes it. It was a very yeah. diverse audience. It was a very diverse show. How was the show? I'm going to let you find out. Listeners, you can go see it. Um... Do they only do one show Not blown every away summer? by Coriolanus, I'll say. No, they do two. It was Much Ado about oh, okay. nothing. Oh, that's fun. Yes. Um, we were just talking about how fun we thought it would be to go see Moulin Rouge. Moulin Rouge. I'm going to enter that fucking lottery. Wow. You know that if we get tickets, we have to wear fishnets and like a... I'm going to dress... Basically a bodysuit, bathing suit. You better believe I'm wearing a, a giant Oscar's feather gown plume. and a tiny top hat. Oh my God. I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to get one of those things where it's just like an elastic band headband with yeah. one huge plume in the oh, back. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I'm going to get a top hat that's made for a Barbie. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just going to... Glue it to a bobby pin and put it in. Really good. Or like a, a hairband. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Were you a hairband girl? Because I was. Um, for a while. I think in like early, early middle school I did a hairband. But I have a distinct memory of um, trying to grow out bangs. And I made the fatal mistake of trying to cut them so they went away. So I cut them Whoa. down to like buzz cut like right up against the skin. To try and, because I was tired of having, like, little baby bangs. Oh. So I tried to cut them. Then I ended up having to cover them with a headband for quite a while. Um, Headbands and hairbands are different boys, though. What do you mean by hairband? A hairband is like this. Okay, ready? It's like this. Oh, like a like, like one, one of these, of the, like, stiff like the glasses. Ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I couldn't do those. My head is like a little wide, so they hurt. They gave me a headache. 
I think my head probably is also why they did give me a, not always once I got my anxiety they gave me a headache mm-hmm. but as a child oh boy I was like a hair a hairband queen I think like that and ponytails I know it was definitely a look yeah so many ponytails yeah um no, I was more of like a soft, stretchy headband kind of person. That's so much um, more practical. I mean, most again, mostly because I did the thing where I cut the bangs down mm. all the way to the quick, if you <laughs> to will. To the quick, shorn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, shorn in, a, the in, in, summer. The, in, the, in the worst way, really. <laughs> and just a patch. I didn't do that thing that, that little girls do where they just, like, cut their own hair. Yeah, I did it a lot. <laughs> I did it a lot. I think I cut Zoe's hair, too, probably. I don't remember, but... I, the only thing I, well, I had brothers, so I couldn't do that, but I did pull out Patrick's first baby tooth. Ooh, ouch. It was very, it was like, like she was str- like was just ready. ready. And I was like, here, don't, I thought I was doing a kind thing. And I was like, here you go. Like it, I didn't even have to pull it. It was yeah. just like dangling there. And then Patrick, if you're listening for tension, you cried. And I got in trouble for it, but I was like, this is good. You get money from this. I'll say I never remember pulling out a baby tooth hurting. I remember being like having to work on it for a while and being like, okay, it's finally done. But I never remember being like, ow. Fuck. Do you know what? What? Think I've never thought about this. What? That there was a time in our lives where we just had loose teeth. Where at any moment a tooth could get loose. Think about how fucking terrifying that would be if, like, tomorrow you woke up and it was normal for you to be like, oh, that one's going. I think about that all the time, I gotta say, because I worry about that. Um, Teeth falling out dreams is a thing, yeah. I mean, the other day I I got, like, a new toothbrush, and it's, like, harder than my last one. So it's been really cutting up my gums. You know that they they have, like, like, a hard and a soft on them. I know. I got a soft one, and it still hurts. That's no good. But I was brushing my teeth the other day, and I was like, ow, because it hurt my gums. This podcast is brought to you by Quip. Never used one. I have one. I mean, they seem great. They're they great. Make a, they make a really loud noise, which makes me think they're doing a lot of work. They're definitely one of the quieter of electric toothbrushes, though. Um, the Philips had Sonicare. Please sponsor I us. I returned because of how violent and violating it was on my gums. Really? It hurt my face. Oh my god! I love Quip. Also, I can't yeah, we are that, not yeah. sponsored no, we're by absolutely Quip. Not Nobody's wish. giving us money to make this. No. And what is this that we're making? Welcome to that's, that's the, the spirit podcast. That's the spirit. Yeah. What is that theme song? Down to zero, Captain Planet. Oh yeah, you're right. Gonna take pollution down to zero. Yeah, we're gonna take. He's the something magnified. Is what? And he's fighting on the on the planet side. On the planet he's side. Fighting yeah, on the yeah. planet side. He's the uh, oh. Or like oh I don't know. Uh, hold blaze. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Captain Planet theme song lyrics. Captain Is it like just planet. the power? Is he the power? Okay, we're gonna find out right now. Hey, here's something kind of crazy. Guess who wrote the Captain Planet theme song? Give me a clue. Is it Don um, McLean? He's he's a prog musician. Peter Gabriel? Close. Okay. Is it Is it Phil? Yeah. What? I know. Captain Planet, he's our hero, gonna take pollution down to zero. He's our powers magnified. I he's knew fighting it. on the planet side. 
I get that. Okay, uh, our powers being gonna help right. him put us under bad guys who like to loot and plunder. Okay. Okay. Well, did they did they make a Captain Planet movie yet, or is that still sacred? That's a good question. Um, I really feel like I well, like we would know. I mean, I think we would have heard of it. But. Who's your Who's your dream casting for Captain Planet? The man. Oh, the man himself. <laughs> yeah. Mm, probably Bruce Campbell back in the day. Wow. Yeah. That's exactly right. He's got a good, he's wow. got a good like structure and everything going on. What was Captain it. Planet's uh, like his his catchphrase? Uh, I think it was like something like I'm, with the power or with your powers combined, I am Captain, I'm Captain Planet. Captain Planet. It was some save the world message as yeah, well. I think. Were they called the Planeteers? Yeah. Oh yeah, I was one for Halloween once. Wow. Okay, let me see. Captain Planet. I know that I liked Hart because he had a monkey friend. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Captain Planet, catch. Also because Hart didn't have anything to do with anything. And like... Oh, his was the power is yours. I knew it was something like that. The power is yours. Oh, good. Oh, my God. Yeah, I think that Bruce Campbell could pull that off. I mean, it's a little more flat top mullet. Wow, it's way more mullet than I remember. There's another version. There's like a re-upped Captain Planet. There's got it. That's like a little bit hotter. More like yeah, more like sexy, charming. Yeah, Um, a little bit more chiseled, honestly. Oh man, I don't know. I think I'm thinking of the different animation Captain Planet. Also, have I just like hypersexualized him and he never was reanimated to be? Okay, no, I'm thinking of this Captain Planet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like that's like him, but like new animators came onto the same show the power is like yours. later in you know, in later seasons. Oh man, I mean like man, this is really hard now. Whoever this character is, I do recognize them, but that also just like Is that your dream boy? So honky. Yeah. Wow. Also, I didn't realize that Captain Planet's wearing like like, okay, what is his top? It's what a is shrug. his top? It's, it's a, a shrug. shrug. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shrug his that top is only like covers shrug. his nipples, but then the rest of his body is out. This, he, okay, he looks like an actor, specifically, and I can't think of who. He does kind of, he's got like a button nose in a very he's specific got a button, way. Okay, he looks like Maybe Josh like Brolin. Sarsgaard? Young... Yeah, yeah, he could be a young Josh JB. Could be a young Sarsgaard also. Oh yeah, still for young, sure. But, um, Wait, you tell me that this isn't Cats and Planet okay, right here. Okay, show me. You tell me. You tell me. Well, so what I'm gonna have to do? You, you tell see, me. You tell me that that's not Cats and Planet. Yeah, he does look a lot like it. It's exactly him. Yeah, that's right. Look, look, look at him. Yeah, that's correct. Look at the same. We're gonna post this. We're yeah, going to post, post this. this. Can you screenshot that right there? Yeah. Just send it to me. Don't even worry. Okay, good. Um, wow. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, we've done it. I'm glad we figured this out. I'll yeah. I'll text Josh. B? Yeah, to let him know okay. that Josh B. he's hired. Send him a text. Um, it's going to be tough to let Bruce down, but. You know what I, I could do for him Brazilian. is I could make him you could the make mayor. Him, well, the mayor of America. Yeah. The mayor of the planet? We could let him be the monkey. We could let him be 
Um, the villain. The villain. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad. Villain. Our production company is doing yeah, so yeah. well. <laughs> we should just let him yeah. be the villain. Yeah, we should just let him be it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who are you? Who are you? Are, were you a planeteer? Uh, yeah, I think that, um, who was the girl, uh, one of the, I mean, obviously one of the girls, but let me see. Did you also have a favorite Power Ranger? I think whoever this one Beautiful. was is, like, who I probably am closer to, but this is who I wanted to be. Um, of the Power Rangers, like, I mean, like, I was very into it, and I watched a lot of it, but I never identified with any of them. I, I wanted to be with, this girl. I oh, think her yeah, name was Kimberly, course. but I don't remember. She's like the Archie Comics yeah, Betty. she's like the, like, street old babe. Um... I liked Trini. Yellow Wait, Ranger was Trini? my ranger. Trini, the Yellow Ranger, <laughs> my girl. Okay, okay. No one ever talks about. I loved her. I mean, I know that Yellow and Pink were the girls, right? I just like, I I think I never saw myself in like a fast moving athletic person in a tight fitting, like, yeah, um, fighting outfit. Sure. Um, if I really did relate to any of them, it was Alpha, that uh, anal retentive robot that took care of a a man in a cylinder. You know who I related to then and now is Phil and Lil's mom, who is very oh, yeah. a lesbian icon. And I, I do love, love her. her, too. Also, Rita Repulsa is my ultimate Oh, my jam. God. Love her. I forgot about her. Love her, Rita Repulsa. Also, Finster, her horrible monster, who was like, I'll get it right this time, miss. And would make, like, <laughs> little clay men just... Okay. Little golems? I can't believe I'm just, Golem? like, riddling, like rattling Rattle off all off. of these names. Oh, also but, Angelica, speaking of Rugrats, yes. my forever, like, She's, yeah, I mean... That is just me. The ultimate. Uh... The real... Okay, talk about gay icons. Mm-hmm. Goldar. I don't know if you remember. No. He's like, he's like a a lion. I want to say like a lion gorilla hybrid, in a gigantic in what gold king tut suit with wings. He's in Power Rangers. Goldar is very good. Okay, I'm gonna show you Goldar. Show me Goldar. (laughs) Um, Goldar's my boy. I'm trying to think of other characters I related to. I mean, a couple of like. Couple of girls on salute your shorts for sure. Of course. Um, definitely like some of the more annoying, like in story characters on Are You Afraid of the Dark? This um, is Goldar. I wanted to be Alex Mack, but I know I wasn't. <gasps> wow. Goldar. I love Goldar. How can you even move in that? He's he's a mystical being. Damn. Look at him. Wow! He's a gay icon and wow. Oh, I also really wanted to be April from Ninja Turtles. Oh my god. Of course I was Yes. Not. And we're like a cool yellow like bodysuit yes, with like, a belt. Be cool. Yes. Yeah. And just be like, yeah, Ugh. whatever. I know they're mutants. And like be in love with turtles, Casey Jones who's like matter. plays street hockey. Yeah, street hockey's fucking sick. Yeah, it's really hot to wear like 
a thermal it. waffle print with just a t-shirt on top of oh it. Oh my god, it is a long sleeve shirt yeah. with a t-shirt over it is one of like the top four hottest things a man can Truly, do. Truly, if you do that and then on top of like wheels, if full you're wheeling around. Full Seth Cohen right Yeah, there. if you're on rollerblades, forget about bleeding, it. you're bleeding, come on. Forgot about you it. You fucking brought it all If you the have way. like basically like nine inch nail stickers and duct tape <laughs> on your hockey stick and you're blading it. If you're freaking you waffling around and your helmet isn't snapped together, if the oh snappy God. flaps are If just you're wearing flapping, like a goalie mask and your hair is longer than mine, mm-hmm. forget about if it. If you're Skeet Ulrich and Scream, baby, you better <laughs> believe it. Oh, I would I'll do go anything. In if you're Matt Lillard and Scream. Oh my God. Sure. Yeah, sure. If you're the other guy who. If you're in gets Scream. Killed, if you're any of the cast. Except for David Arquette. No, I like David Arquette. In Scream? In Scream. Yeah, you're right. He yeah. does. That works out just fine. You're yeah, right. Yeah, I like him. I like Courtney. I like Neve. I like Rose. I like Everyone's all great. of them. Everybody's great. Let's watch Scream soon. I love Scream. Yeah, it's a classique. It's a classique. It's very, very good. Rose McGowan deserved better from us as a country. Oh, God. We could still make it up to her. I hope so. I hope it's not too late. I'll never forget how much hatred she got when she took over for Shannon after uh, yeah. in, in Charmed. Well, she got really picked apart by misogynists in media when mm-hmm. she was dating Marilyn Manson. And I'll tell you what, she was fantastic in Jawbreaker. Mm-hmm. Nobody can ever take that away from her. She's wonderful. Um, you know what else we should watch? Drop Dead Gorgeous. I recently watched it. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Allison Janney is insanely Janie. good. Janney. Oh, so what I wouldn't give. What I wouldn't give to just be in her presence. I wish Kirstie Alley wasn't a Scientologist. I wish so many no. things about her were you different. Yeah, yes. That's true. Anyway, welcome to That's the Spirit. <laughs> Believe it or not, this isn't a TV podcast. No. It's about um, hauntings. It's about ghosts. It really, really, really is. Um, we didn't have a podcast last week, and we also just didn't tell you, so sorry. Sorry, guys. Um, But we had the Halloween party. Guys, it was it incredible. Was so crazy. Stephanie's nine foot tall coffin worked out yep. so well. Oh my god, that reminds me. I have uh, my I got my photos developed. I have photos to show you oh, of the party. Yes, I can't wait. Um, it was incredible. There, were everybody dressed up. So many costumes. We watched The Conjuring. Oh, we man. watched The Crow. Yes. <laughs> We put on spooky music. Yeah, we played. Um, there were so many different. What did we uh, call it? Oh, werewolf instead of mafia. Yes, mm-hmm. that was very fun. People got very into yes, it. Yes, very into it. Um, yeah, not as much like actual spooky haunts, but I think mm-hmm. that's for the spots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's we're that's saving for, that for yeah, our witchy for coven meetings. Um, yeah. Anyway, I, I saved almost. All of the Halloween decorations. Oh, yeah. So we can just have those anytime. I'm so excited. Um, I'm, it's, it's for, we just have them forever now. Yeah. And we can do a, I, I mean, this should go to show a Halloween party can be any time of year. It can be any time. No. And it's spooky all year long. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And it's within your right to just express yourself and your spookiness at mm-hmm. any time. Yeah. No, that's, you're right. Yeah, and I think that listener, if you're on the fence about it, go for it. Yeah, I will also say like people do change in the presence of that coffin. I brought it outside in Park Slope. I did a funeral procession with it when I thought I had to throw it away, Mm -hmm. and my dad was like, "We can't possibly part with this cardboard." I was like, "It's it's it's cardboard." Yeah, but no, he made me. 
pack it in the car and he has it in Connecticut out my parents house they just have it like in the basement I mean look I guess like when when you do see it I'll say it's striking yeah it's not something that feels totally normal to leave on the street no, I did get some stares, but it's New York. It's New York. Yeah, yeah, it's New York. People would get it, but yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, same goes for the, the head, mm. the styrofoam head. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, I think it was a, a, a smashing success. It was a, a graveyard smash. Yeah, it was a graveyard smash. Yeah. Oh, Dracula and his son. <laughs> and his son, yeah. It was a real train. Mm-hmm. Um, we also, what do we have coming up? We got to see um, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Yes. It's out in theaters. We do need to see that. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. I can't um, wait. We, I think we already talked about Annabelle Comes Home. We did. Very fun. Um, this is a good reminder because we reminded ourselves of it, but Sleepy Hollow Cemetery mm-hmm. is starting to have um, schedules up for their fall tours. Yeah. Get in on those, everybody. Go check it out. If you're in the New York area, it's really great. If you're not in the New York area, I bet your local, like, whatever the biggest cemetery is near you, they probably do some kind of activity around this time of year. Yeah. Not now, but like September, October. Go check it out. Yes. Also, make the trip to Sleepy Hollow. It's fine. Just yeah, go. Yeah. Schlep it out. It's fine. You're going to love it. Um, um, yeah. I will tell you that this weekend, uh, when I was upstate, uh, my little baby sister, Zazzle, kept talking about how she thought the lamp in her room was haunted. What? And it's shaped like a woman, and she kept saying that the woman was, like, doing stuff. And she was like, it's turning on and off by itself. It scared me so bad that I had to sleep with my door closed because I was like, no, 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 no. Wow. I didn't like it. Oh, no. Yeah. Scary. I mean, get rid of that lamp. Well. Why would you have a lamp shaped like a woman? That's asking for haunts. I mean, you're asking the wrong person because, of course, I would never bring that into my home, although I say this. And yet... I, I'm proud. I don't know if you saw it when you walked in, but I proudly have "Boy with Flute" displayed <laughs> in my window, which was a yeah. haunted object that Steph gave out at her Halloween party. I had a great Warren Museum style silent auction, um, and of course, yes, Robin did win "Boy with Fife," I believe. Boy with Fife, sorry, yeah. Uh, it was mistakenly referred to as "Boy with Flute." So sorry, I wrote like long descriptions of the history of each of these haunted objects. This is why I think you need an Etsy. Oh yeah, yeah. At least an eBay. Yeah. Just put some guys. Very if you haven't least. done this already, go on eBay and just look for haunted stuff. It's Google so funny. Haunted. You're gonna love it. Don't buy any of it, but go check it out. It's the best. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's it's August. Uh, summer time. is waning. Ooh, the, I can already feel that I first know. crisp night. It smells like permanent wet grass, and that's mm-hmm. how I know the world is at its most lush and full, and Virtual. it's only, you can only die from here. <laughs> so, like, it's just, you're turning. It's starting to rot. It's that sweet no, smell of, like, three more weeks. It's the ripest the it world has been. It is very ripe, yeah. Uh, we have three weeks left in which to eat lobsters. That's why I like uh, an August is because it's it's the quiet ripe. Yeah. Wow. That's what they call that's it. That's the name of a movie right there. Yeah, the quiet, quiet ripe. ripe. Yeah. It's too gross. To, it's disgusting. I love it. But powerful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to yeah. submit, I'm going to write a book of poetry about August and just try to use the quiet ripe the as much as I can. Ripe. 
I think you could, if you're writing it about August, then it could probably be in one in every three poems minimum. Yeah. So you could be like, well, that's what it is. Yeah. Well, that's just the what silent it is. ripe. The silent ripe, the quiet ripe, the, the hushed ripe, the long ripe, the long ripe. Yeah. The long ripe. Yep. The yeah. Pro- There's the, no shortage the of really ripe, good. The waning ripe. Oh, yes, the, the waning ripe. The pronounced ripe. Mmm. The, the full uh, ripe. The ephemeral ripe. Really good. Mm. All of these are really good. That yeah. is a poem on its own. It's just listing just the what the different kinds ripe. of ripe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm done. Or just the ripe as <laughs> the well. Ripe. Maybe that's how the poem ends. Yeah. The good ripe. The ripe. The ripe. Okay, we've done it. it We're Mary so. Oliver, but of <laughs> but of ripeness in August. The ripeness. The she ripening. has a really great August poem oh, that I love so well. Um. Speaking of Mary... No, there's no segue what? that works there at all. Uh, do you have a ghost for me, or do I have a ghost for you, or what would you want to do? I don't remember, you but do? I, well, I can hit you with a ghost. Okay. And Great. this is going to be a fun one. This one actually is a shout-out to... <gasps> my boo. Can you say hi? Oh, my God. Can you say hi? hi? No. No more meows. Hi, maybe. Come okay, on. She's very sleepy. Oh. She's very quiet. Oh, maybe. Anyway, this, this is, is dedicated to, to your cat, Kit Kat. Kat. Hi. You're so sleepy. Aww. She usually meows a mile a minute. Which yeah, is she was earlier. To her. She knows we're recording. No, she's she's being very in, good. Like, a little loaf. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to be telling you a little bit about possessed pets. <gasps> no way. Yeah. Oh, boy. Okay, here we go. Stephanie, did you know that animals can be possessed by demons just like humans? How is dare they? That's off-limits, demons. Well, I know. People deserve it, but animals... They're just so innocent and sweet. Look wow. at that face. Wow. Look at that face. face. It's kind of like how demons always want to go for the most angelic, sweetest. Yeah. yeah. No, very much. They want to corrupt the good. So, friendly family pets, dogs, cats, birds, even horses. Horses, I horses. do believe, yeah. can horses get possessed. Horses seem like the scariest of me, yeah. uh, of the ones that I can think of. A possessed, possessed horse, yeah, for sure. So powerful. Um, they've all, in the past, been taken over by evil spirits and changed into fiendish, bloodthirsty beasts. Oh, my God. Like uh, Benicula. <laughs> like, very much like Benicula. <laughs> sucking the carrots until they're oh. white. Um, famed paranormal investigator Ed Warren says... This phenomenon has been known since before the Middle Ages and is well-documented historically. Wow. He recalled one case in Connecticut in which a retriever changed from a gentle dorg to a fierce beast. No! He said, quote, it frothed at the mouth. Its eyes red as coals. Right (laughs) off the bat, I gotta say, that is rabies. Yeah. (laughs) Hondo. It repeatedly attempted to savage its master, biting him severely. Again, that man must have died from rabies, right? Yeah, it's gotta be. Uh, and it had incredible strength. The vet could find nothing wrong with it. Okay. Okay. It doesn't say what year it was. Probably before rabies really came out. Uh, <laughs> but later, the animal came under possession a second time, and an exorcist was called in. During the service, the dog stiffened, its eyes bulging. It growled and shuddered, then gave a low moan and relaxed. From then on, the man had no trouble with it. What? Upsetting. I think the dog was just sick. Yeah. For a little while, it and it probably, got like, better. squeaked out a fort. Yeah. Um, in another case, in Allentown, PA, 
a possessed house cat tried to kill its owner. Who, which cat has called? I know. Yeah. Come on, even this cat. Like, I've got so many of, like, my mom's cats before just, like, sitting on my chest in the middle of the night, like, ostensibly sucking the breath out of me. That's what it... That's the, what they do. You know, do. my Italian family is like, yeah. you can't have cats and babies because... Of course, it'll suck the, cat. the breath right out. What really happens, though, is they think that is because cats would go in the cribs... And to try and snuggle babies. them. Yeah, and then they just accidentally suffocate them. Mm-hmm. And that totally makes sense to me. This cat, I mean, I love my cat, but she's a bit of a earmuff. She's a little dumb. And she would definitely accidentally <laughs> murder her baby. I love you, though. Huh? I mean, Blue would, like, yeah. She's my baby. She's my baby. For sure. Hi. He wouldn't know Hello. how not to love a child, Hello. love a babe. Yeah, I mean, she's so sweet and harmless, but she would totally accidentally murder Whenever me. people are like, you know, when, like, if you die and, like, your cat's there, like, it will eat you. I'm like, good. Yeah. It deserves to. Yeah. I don't care. What am I going to do with it? Yeah. All right. So, uh, according to Ed Warren, a woman bought her cat and took it home, not knowing that it had been used in black magic rituals. Oh. Which is like, oh, thank you for rescuing that cat. Yeah. Uh, one night she woke to find the cat on top of her chest, fangs bared, ears laid back, snarling, spitting at her throat. Again, who among us? Yeah. Has not woken up with a cat sitting on her That's chest. That's just a cat owner. When That's Rachel the life of a cat owner. When first adopted Charlie, her cat, the first, like, week hmm. I stayed with her on her couch and woke up and he was sitting on my chest looking at me and I was just like... And he's a sweetheart, okay. baby. Yeah, he's a harmless little baby. His little voice box doesn't work. No, his meow... Yeah, his meow box is broken. Yeah. <laughs> Can't meow. <laughs> Um, Warren said, quote, a shadow loomed around the cat and the woman felt she was suffocating. Probably because she was just like allergic. Woke up with a cat sitting on her chest and was like, ow. That's like if I'm not around Blue for a while and I'm around him, I can't breathe because I am allergic to my son. Yeah. It's normal to like be like, oh, I brought, it's the first night I brought a cat home. I can't breathe. dander. Yeah, of course. Um, also the cat's probably stressed. It's probably shedding way extra. Like wicked crazy. So much. Uh, gasping for breath, she prayed silently, Oh God, save me from this evil. With that, <laughs> the cat leapt from her chest and ran out of the house. The evil monstrosity fled with it's it. It's probably okay, just you screaming all, in the cat's you face. screaming definitely made the cat <laughs> run away. Second of all, you just adopted this cat and you're okay with it running out of the house and away? Yeah. You're, you shouldn't be I think she's cat. the demon. She's a demon. Um... So famed psychic investigator Sean Robbins remembered one case involving a horse, the pet of a nine-year-old girl in New York State. Excuse me. Some of the young, quote, some of the young people who worked in the stables became involved in a satanic cult and held rituals in the stables, he said. Sounds very awesome. Mm -hmm. One demonic entity possessed the horse. The next time the little girl was riding it, it suddenly bolted, raced across a field, and tossed the girl over a wall. Oh. Then, frothing at the mouth, it tried to attack her. Later, it went berserk again. Two vets were unable to find anything wrong with it. By using an exorcism ritual, I was able to drive the demon out. Okay. Tough to hear. You know what? Isn't that just a thing that horses can, yeah, like... sometimes horses get spooked. Haven't gone on yeah. two horse rides in the past two You're weeks. You're an expert at this point, I yeah. can tell you that sometimes they just get spooked. I also just think that it's something that can happen with younger horses that, like... Or they horses can just with go bad. riders. Yeah. Or inexperienced riders. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also a horse is... <sighs> I don't know if I'm right about this. What? I was going to say that, like, we have... 
Like, for example, house mm-hmm. cats, domesticated. Yeah. Dogs, domesticated. Cattle, domesticated. Mm-hmm. But there are some things that are just, like, tamed. They're not domesticated. They're right. just, like... Like, a horse, like... Tamed. Doesn't... I don't think most horses have, like, ancestral memory of, like, being able to live inside and, like, yeah, completely, I don't know. like, submit to a human. I've always kind of felt that it was more of a... <clears throat> mutually beneficial situation where it's like yeah, you fit on like, my back. I need pool. my. I do like apples and to hay. be taken care of, and I yeah. would like an oat. But I don't know. Maybe some breeds, but I mean, yeah, because we've bred them. But I, yeah. I can't in my heart think of a horse <laughs> as a domestic animal because no, it's yeah. like how dare I think I can actually control you? Yeah, they're they they do to me seem very like untamable. Yeah, um, wild wild can't be broken. Horses. Wow, horses. Couldn't drag me away, but all. Couldn't drag me to hell. Throw me over a thing, then try to kill me, and then this person will come and hang on. That's exactly That's right. That's the Rolling Stone song. Well, that Wild was, horses couldn't drag me to hell. Yeah, that was the first recording. Yeah. Couldn't drag me to hell. Um, <laughs> so, Stephanie, guess what? How what? to spot the seven warning signs that your pet is possessed? Oh, no. Okay. Number one. Sudden change in behavior. An outgoing, friendly pet suddenly becomes shy, depressed, or hostile. Okay. Number two, sneakiness. Oh, no. Pet behaves while you're watching, but becomes destructive when your back is turned. Okay, well, that's blue. I mean, going through this, you will see that this is any cat and most dogs. You know that my remote control is duct taped together because how many times I'm not paying attention to him and he just throws it. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing with most pets is that, like, sometimes they want to play and sometimes yeah, they don't. Yeah, if your back they is turned, destroy your shit. they're gonna be yes, mad at you. dogs will eat your shoe. Yeah. F- three, frenzy. Pet demonstrates extreme reactions to ordinary events such as a dog who throws himself at the door, barking, scratching, and howling when someone passes by in front of the house. Again. Any dog. Normal. Yeah. This cat goes insane when I throw a hair tie on the ground it, like, tumbles over itself to get mm-hmm. it. Number four, malevolence. Pet seems to wish you or others in the household ill, often watching you in an unfriendly way. That's projecting. That's projecting. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. A shifty-eyed dog wishing wow. misfortune. Okay, similar. Five, excitement at misfortune. First of all, your fucking pet doesn't know when misfortune befalls you unless you, like, clatter to the ground in front of it. Yeah, unless you're, like, crying. My cat definitely knows when I'm crying, but other than that, it's not like, oh, you're stressed. No, if you get, like, a a bill in the mail, it's not like, wow. Um, The description for that, pet becomes elated and overactive when something goes wrong in the household. As if he's enjoying the event. I would never think that my pet's behavior was correlated in any way. This cat does not know about my life. (laughs) Guaranteed, she doesn't know it. Yeah. She doesn't know, I would say, almost who I am (laughs) or that I do have a life. Um, six, deterioration in personal habits. Okay, I have to say, if this is happening to your pet, take it to the vet because something's wrong. Um, pet enjoys filth such as foul water, dirty food, or waste. Aww. And then seven, this one to me is the funniest of all, noisiness. Wow. A possessed pet will screech, howl, and even scream. Noises increase over time and seem to have no logical cause. That's 
so funny because this cat meows for at least 17 hours a day. Mm -hmm. I can hear her from the vestibule in my apartment. I can hear her meowing from there because she can hear keys turning. She screams. That's Blue Blue, too. He's like... Yeah, she's just like... Do you hear me? Are you perking up because I sound like you? That's what you sound like. She's not having it. I love you. Um, anyway, so for a more official stance, let's turn to the Catholic Church. Oh, sure. In Rome, renowned exorcist Father Cipriano de Miojas. Father Chippy. Chippy, Chippy de Mel. Mm-hmm. Stated that most of the time, human beings who are uh, suspected of having fallen prey to demonic possession aren't actually possessed. They're mentally ill, as we've discussed. Okay, good on you, Father um, Chip Chip. He says that uh, you need to know the difference and that you do that as an exorcist by praying and assessing the supposedly possessed person's reaction to that prayer. He postulates that mentally ill people will not usually respond to prayer no matter how vigorous. However, if the exorcist prays for a prolonged time and then gets a reaction, that means that a demon is ready to fight. Okay, doesn't seem scientific. Seems a little but whatever. Demon is ready to fight. Is that like ready to that fight. especially it's like, is like? Yeah. So if you pray for a little bit, it's whatever. If you pray for a long time, guess what? The demon's ready to fucking punch like you in the mouth. I like the this Italian like person like in your mind he's an american italian yeah yeah, he's a jersey shore guy yeah (laughs) um so that's humans but what about dogs oh no well officially the catholic church claims that humans and dogs alike who are faithful should not be vulnerable to possession but here we've got a wild card coming in to school us about dog possession it's father brett rollins oh wow father rollins tells us that dogs are not as strong as we are and therefore they can't fight off evil spirits i'm gonna go ahead and naysay that right away well they're stronger in spirit and love than we're gonna have to see um a dog's purpose that movie oh god do you know dogs like died in the making i think in any movie that's like a dog's blank they die yeah yeah yeah. wait that was the one where like yes on a dog's fucking die yeah don't see that movie, Don't guys. see it. Um, so he says that this makes them, quote, an easy target for Lucifer's minions. Oh. He goes on to tell us that dogs that are possessed might first just demonstrate odd behavior, but that they will ultimately, quote, always turn on their owners. Wow. When you read in the newspaper that a dog has killed his master, it is almost always a case of demonic possession. No. First of all, I almost <laughs> never read in the newspaper that a dog has killed his owner. No. And no, uh, just in Game of Thrones. Yeah, just like yeah, just like starving hounds. Yeah, that's or all. Like wild dogs. Yeah, and it didn't know it was its owner. Or guard dogs. It just like, knew that it was meat. Owner. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, he also says that certain breeds, and this feels really fucked up to me, are this more susceptible. This is like a racism thing. Dog yeah. racism. He says German shepherds, Dobermans, and pit bulls. Wow, what are the fucking odds? Wow. Um, wow, he didn't says, see that coming. Yeah, seriously, pit bulls. Wow, how how creative. Um, these dogs have been bred over the centuries for aggression and is are a led to the dark is side. Is it different than a, than a pit bull? Yeah, Rottweiler's not on this list. Okay. Interesting. Um, I mean, it shouldn't be. Shouldn't N- be. Neither should no any reason. of those dogs. But um, he usually says, it's grouped in there. I know. I'm actually kind of surprised. He probably just only forgot knows, the like, word Rottweiler breeds of dog. Yeah. yeah, he's like golden retriever, German <laughs> shepherd, and then the bad ones. 
Um, he says, a simple exorcism can easily rid your pet of all satanic influence. And then guess what? He gives us six separate warning signs of canine possession. Wow. Number wow. one, your dog barks or growls at religious ministers. I'm teaching my dog to guess do Guess what? Both of your dogs are possessed because yeah. they bark at Tommy all the time. Yeah. Uh, when the two of you walk by a cemetery, the animal tries to desecrate the dead by yearning, urinating against a headstone. That's also both my dogs, I'm sure of it. If you hold a crucifix or Bible in front of your pooch, it snarls, lunges, or recoils in fear. Oh, well, no, they would never. No dog knows. Yeah, no dog gives a shit about a book. Unless it's a leather binding, then mm, delish. Yeah, unless it's a meat book. Yum. Um, your dog often appears to be listening to secret voices or sounds that it can't hear. Father Rollins says he may be receiving his marching orders from his true master, Satan. I take it back. Winnie <laughs> is a demon. Winnie well, is a demon. That dog, first of all, she does love filth. I'll say that. Well, yeah, that's a good sign. She also can't breathe anymore. Yeah. Cause, so she just sounds like she's rasping and grunting. <sighs> Always like she sounds like a goblin. Oh, I love her, but she's awful. Well, she might be taken by a demon. I think she's maybe a demon all along. Well, you can find out if she reacts excitedly to images of death, evil, and Satan. No, no, no. No, I take it back. She's a good girl. Well, does she attempt to bite or attack innocent children? No. Okay, that's another (laughs) one. So, one woman... Olga Horvat, who is an artist in New York, shout out, mm. believed that her purebred toy poodle started showing signs of possession shortly after she brought it home. Wow. These misfortunes included a bed bug, bed bug infestation that cost her $7,000 to oh clear up. Oh, my God. Up, car accidents and the onset of rare diseases. What? And her daughter started showing signs of extreme anger, which she blamed on a strange voice in her head, and then the dog broke its leg. And yeah, Olga decided all of these things were the dog's fault. Wow. She said, we had her for four months, May through September, and she didn't want to eat, sleep, and she couldn't be trained to learn simple commands. This is an interview with Huffington Post. What? Yeah, they ran this article. Insane. She said, quote, she was happy, but something was manipulating her. What? But guess what? Horvat is trying to prevent similar catastrophes from happening to other pets and humans by selling energy shield pendants to block electromagnetic energy and evil spirits for dogs and their humans to wear. She's made, like, magnet bracelets for dogs. That's exactly right. But guess what? For only $197, you can have a pendant. Oh, and guess what? The pet versions are a mere $186. Wow. Uh, she also claims her research shows that, quote, dogs whose ears point up are more prone to possession than ones with floppy ears because the spirit can get in there easier. That is insane. She's a psychopath. That's a psychopath. Yeah. You know what? That dog was probably bred to smithereens. Well, guess what? It had dog no brain. fucking died four months after she got Are it. Are you kidding probably me? Probably because she killed it. Probably because she didn't feed it. She it wouldn't said eat. it mysteriously fell down a friend's stairs. And yeah. And she definitely she fucking definitely killed her it. dog. And guess what, Huffington Post? You have blood on your hands. You definitely do. But also, like, guys, I'm going to go ahead and I'll say it. I've said it once. I'll, I'll say it a thousand times again. Adopt. 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 Don't shop. Adopt on shop. Christ. And also, if you're not jiving with the dog that you brought home or pet, yeah. 
You call the place you got it from yeah. and you talk it out with them so they can take it back and rehome it. Yeah. You don't like fucking murder it or Yeah, sell don't it be too anything. prideful to like No. You wouldn't just like get married to somebody and then well I guess this happens all the time. <laughs> Bad analogy. But like, you know, you don't want to spend your life mm-hmm. and maybe this animal's entire life. Yeah. Miserable. Yes, and you don't want to murder the animal because no. you are like don't secretly trust hate it. it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, is your pet possessed? I would be really surprised. Usually, if your animal is acting abnormal at all, you need to take it to the vet. For this one, I'm going to give it like a a stamp of disapproval. Yeah. We should start doing that after our ghost. We should say like true or false, bunked or debunked. Yeah. This one's debunked. This one is debunked because yeah. guess what. If your dog does any of those things, it's just being a dog. I think it's really funny to think that a dog would understand what a headstone is. Yeah. Also, if you're walking your dog at a leisurely pace of mung headstones, don't act surprised if it tries to whiz. Yeah, I also, like, I don't think you should take your dog to a graveyard. Yeah. It, period. Also, why are you holding up the Bible and images of Satan to your dog? <laughs> yeah, leave that for dog alone. For trouble. If I hold up a picture of Satan to my cat... She's gonna meow. Yeah. And yeah. it's not because she's praising him. It's because she's, she's a like, cat. what is this? Yeah. Because the only word she knows is meow. Mm-hmm. Aww. I will say, I think, I, I do think dogs might know what a gravestone is. Really? I don't think they know, like, what it is. Mm-hmm. But I think that they, I would like to believe, and I do believe that animals know more than we do in their bones. Mm-hmm. And I think they know when bones are near. Oh, you think they can sense those bones? I think they can sense how people feel around graveyards. Okay. So I think that they probably know that it's a, it's a place that humans feel different, and they feel different because of that. Even if it's like a Greenwood one where it's like mostly a park, and you're not going to yeah, see... Yeah, maybe, maybe if it, I, it would depend on how the human reacts. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Well... Now you know what to look for. Mm-hmm. Also, I think that animals are magic and they just know everything. I mean, I would love to. I will say that Blue knows when I'm when I'm sick. Oh yeah, my cat definitely knows when I'm sick. When I'm just and like sad. not feeling well, she definitely knows when I'm crying. I've yeah. lived with dogs before that a hundred percent knew when I was upset. Yeah. Um, Bear Bear knows, yeah. and. Blue, like, last time I had a really bad migraine, he stayed in the bed with me the whole time. He didn't move, a, like, a, a even an inch from me. Such a good baby. And I just had my eyes closed and couldn't move or talk for, like, so long. Ugh. I love the yeah. animals. Don't Ugh. get your animal exercised. Don't. It's fine. Just, uh, I, I will give a practical tip. Mm-hmm. If you have a new cat or if you move or you do something and your cat's acting out, there is uh, something that kind of acts as an essential oil for cats. Uh-huh. It's called like, okay, I'm going to look this up. It's called, okay. You got it. I'm going to, going to, I'm going to get it. Oh, man. Well, I'm going to have to look this up. But basically what it is, is it it helps to, like, relax your cat. Aww. And my vet gave it to me when Blue first, when I moved him back to Connecticut for a little while. 
Yeah. And he was, like, peeing in places he shouldn't. Mm-hmm. And he relaxed right away. Do you and just then spray he it on your stuff? No, it's a plug-in. Oh, okay. It's, like, it releases, like, maybe a pheromone. I don't know. Something that relaxes the cat and tells them, like, hey, you're okay. Yeah. It's like a lavender oil for cats. Oh, that's so nice. Yes. And any time that I've really shaken things up for Blue, I plug one in, and it does help him. Yeah. A lot. I can And uh, I will find out the name of it for anybody that's interested. Listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can just Google it. But it's really, really useful. So if you have a cat, an animal in distress... Ask yeah, your vet. Definitely do that before you do any insane. Ask your vet and like type try thing. to help the cat. It's yeah, fine. Help your friend. It's fine. It, it 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 needs you. You're the adult. Yeah. Take care of it. Don't punish it. Yeah. It didn't do anything it's wrong. Just a little baby. Oh, I'm trying to find the name of this I thing. I can't let it go. Fell away. Fell away. Fell away. F e l i w a y. Classic diffuser for cats. Aww. It's really great. It's so it's it looks nice. It's everything is great about it. Get your cat some oils. Oh, but don't use human essential oils oh, on yeah. cats or very any dangerous. Animals. Very dangerous. Very, very dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, don't do it. Dang. All right, Manny. I'm you got a ghost for me? I sure do. Oh man, oh boy. Um, okay. So you're going to have to forgive me because I'm a little bit not... Uh, I have research, but it's all over the place. All right. I, I decided that I wanted to do something that is... Uh, I didn't know even if it was real or if it's something that just happened, just I thought was real growing up. Okay. So, listeners, for those of you that don't know, Robin and I grew up, like, maybe two miles from each other in the middle of the woods. Uh-huh. And where we live at night, it is, like, darkest black yeah it ever could very be very spooky and you can hear like coyotes sometimes and owls mm-hmm. raccoons but awesome. every night no yeah. matter what i would wait and i would hear the very same noise mm-hmm. and that is the train oh <gasps> yeah yeah that, go- that good old train in the distance oh yes. one of my favorite like being in my bedroom at mm-hmm. home, just hearing the train go by. Yeah. Are you going to do a ghost train? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, I love it. Yeah, because as a little girl, my parents or my mom would always be like, that's a ghost train. Because it really would feel like... I mean, it is a little like, bit like, where ooh, is that coming from? Like, way we're far away. we're so in the woods. It's it like, is how could that possibly be near? Yeah, but it... Well, it's the Metro North, but... Yeah. Um, it is nearby, and I guess it was going through maybe the Cannondale stop. I don't know. Could be Branchville. Oh, true. Yeah, it would it would come by in the night, in the black of night. Mm-hmm. And uh, even when I hear it when I'm home now, I'm like, I get like the a nice spooky but yeah, comforting yeah. feeling. It is such a relaxing sound. I love to hear a train in the distance. Me too. So I decided I would do ghost trains. Yeah. There aren't a lot. Really? Believe it or not, uh, there are there are some, but it's hard. It was hard to find a true ghost train. Hmm. Um, there are a series of like subways in the UK where they call these trains ghost trains because basically they're stations that aren't operating. Yeah, but they have to run trains through them because oh, okay. if the city declared them abandoned, it would cost more money to shut them down than if they just 
that had empty trains go through them. Okay. So that is spooky on its own. Yeah. Because it's like a, it's like a, it's almost like asking for a ghost to come. It's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, we have these free empty trains we're running just for an invisible ghost. Um, that and because of Captain Kangaroo, famous Amy episode where she goes into the subway and um, it's the scariest thing in the world. I don't. I've never seen that. Spoonie or Rooney is of course one of the stars oh, of that yeah, episode. Yeah. Um. I I sent you a link once. I will when we're done with this. I will show you just the part with the subway and it is the okay. scariest. Mm, the scariest. Okay. Um. Just just really really spooky. Okay. Um, but I love a ghost train. Yeah. Um, train stations. Mm -hmm. Now there are many haunted train stations and I will go over possibly a few, but there's one, um, very well known haunted train. Oh, well, okay. It is called the silver arrow. (gasps) I love that. And it is a Swedish train. It's called the silver peeling. I don't know how to pronounce it. Silver Peen is the it, the Silver Arrow, the nickname of a Stockholm metro train, which features in several urban legends alleging sightings of the train's ghost. So I'm going to give you just a little bit of the production and history of the train. Okay. Usually referred to as being composed of silver aluminum mm-hmm. model um, C5 cars. That's important that it's silver. Okay. And I'll tell you why. Only one such train composed of eight cars was built. So there's one train like this. Shit. Okay. It was manufactured in the mid-60s as a test unit um, in a fleet of hundreds of green metro trains. Silver Peelin was the only one of the trains that had not been painted and remained silver. Apart from its color, air suspension, a whining distinctive motor sound, and the outlying sliding doors, hence the increased passenger. Uh, passenger capacity. Okay. Um, it was almost identical to the other Metro cars in service during its lifespan. Starting from the point at which it was taken into production in the mid-60s up until 1996, Silver Pilen was sometimes used as a backup train, particularly during rush hour, so it wasn't always in the general rotation. Mm-hmm. The train was used as backup on all the existing Stockholm underground lines, although more commonly on the red and green lines. Before and after its passenger um, operation, it used to run without passengers to the depot without stopping. Something some people found odd. Yeah. Like that ghost train thing in the UK. Yeah, yeah. The interior of the cars were devoid of the usual advertisements, and the pale green walls bore signs of partly removed graffiti. Interesting. This, like, scruffy look contributed to the reputation of the silver peelin as, like, different and other. And, like, why was it chosen to be, like, only used sometimes and also the ghost train? Like, it's, yeah, yeah. like, empty all the time. It was used in the film... So, okay. Sokarna, The Seekers, a film which took place in Stockholm. Um, in the film, neo-Nazi supporters can be seen abusing immigrants on silver peelin. Yeah, which isn't, you know, great. Didn't contribute to the good reputation of this train. Um, People are killed later as they're, like, pushed onto the tracks. Oh, God. So here's the urban legends around the Silver Peeling. The Silver Train was only rarely seen by the average Stockholm dweller. 
The background for the ghost stories associated with it may be related to the eerie look of the silver pelin if seen arriving late at night or at an open-air underground station. Mm. So I think it like people just like were not used to seeing this color, aluminum, like come in their way. They were used to the green metro trains and were very surprised at the arrival of a silver-colored train, particularly if they had lived in Stockholm all their life and were unaware of the existence of this train. Oh, yeah. That makes yeah. sense. If the traveler was tired or drunk at the time, their imagination might have gotten, you know, run away with them, perhaps. Yeah. The stories that circulated most widely in the 80s have been retold by the noted Swedish folklorist, who, here we go, <laughs> Banked. Banked of Klintberg. I think Powerful. that's right. Yeah. And later yeah. featured in the December 10th, 1997 installment of Det Spokar, a television Death series Spoker? dedicated to allegedly real ghost stories and not announces. You have to watch it. Do you think that Spokar that is Spoker? spooky? Yes. Or, or ghost. ghost. Well, I love that. Okay, we're going to have to look that up. Spokar. Spokar. Uh, there are different versions of this urban legend. Some say that the ghost train has only been seen in abandoned tunnels by subway workers. Shit. Others say that anyone can see it passing the stations at high speed after midnight. Some even claim that Silver Peelin sometimes stops to pick up passengers <gasps> who then disappear forever no. or later get off weeks, months, or even years after they embarked. Shit. The inside of the train is described as being empty or as containing one or several ghost passengers. Oh my god, I love. Some stories connect the ghost train with the abandoned Kimling metro station on Line 11, the Blue Line. This station also has a reputation of being a ghost station, with people saying that the Bara di Doda Stigvir of E. Kimling. Uh-huh. I did it. You Only did the dead get off at that station. That's what it means. Everybody knows. Some say that it stops at a station that has no exit. This uh, this station was... Uh, so the one that exists, Kimling mm-hmm. Station, was half-built during the construction of the Blue Metro Lines in anticipation of a residence area nearby, but the subsidy um, Sundbyberg decided it would ruin the green space and it was not built. I do really like things like that, where it's like, we have many here in New York, subway stations that are not used. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. And you can sometimes, if you know where to look, you can see them. Um, there, I forget which train it is, but one of them loops through the mm-hmm. unused City Hall station. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. It's the best. Love. Okay, okay, okay. I'm going to read a little bit more about the Silver Arrow. All right. Many, many fanciful Legends. So some people also think that the train itself is a poltergeist. I okay. I'm ready to because it's like accepting passengers and then fucking with them. Literally just fucking with. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like something that like an asshole ghost would do for sure. Yeah. It also like uh, Christopher Sandal, the director of the Swedish Tramway Museum, believes this. What? Yeah. He just, he's like, yeah, it started in 1965, and it's just been this way ever since. Do you want to see what the train looks like? Yes, please. Just a regular train. Oh, it's nice. I like it. It's a Thomas the Tank engine. No, it's not, but it's just a regular 
regular yeah, very normal Metro looking. train. But you can see why it's special because this is what the rest of them look like. Yeah, yeah. You could spot it from a mile away. Yeah, and if you didn't know, away. you'd be like, what the fuck train yeah. is this? Um, yeah, for some reason, they also, because it wasn't used as much, just didn't clean it as often. Mm-hmm. So they let it get shitty on the inside. Oh, come on. Yeah. Very, very strange. The basic legend, yeah, he even says that if if you get on board the Silver Arrow, you didn't get taken to any station. Mm -hmm. You just traveled and traveled and traveled and never got out. Great. Yeah, which is very, very scary. Uh, Quote, it is only seen after midnight. It stops only once every year. The passengers in the train seem to be living dead with expressionless (gasps) vacant looks. A very common detail is that a person who just wanted to travel to the next station remained seated for one week in the Silver Pelin. Oh, my God. Many girls dared not enter trains, which they believed to be the Silver Pelin. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. It spells doom. Don't don't go there. Oh, my God. This is the abandoned station that nobody uses. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. That's the one that they were just like, is ruining the green space. So it looks even though green. it has been built, we just will not use yeah. it. We're going to just ignore it. Yep. So I'm going to tell you about some haunted train stations yeah, around please. the world. Pennsylvania Railroad Station, Newark, <gasps> New Jersey. No. Considered a creepy haunted train station, obviously. Pennsylvania Railroad Station, also known as Newark Penn Station, is supposedly haunted by a ghost train. No. The Phantom Train first appeared in the 1870s. Holy shit. Said to arrive in the station at midnight on the 10th of each month, the ghost train Hwassel has been heard by hundreds of witnesses over the years. However, the Phantom Train is never seen. Only the sound of it approaches. The loud metal scraping of the train wheels against the rails as it slows and then grinds its way past the station. Does it say what time? No, but according to New Jersey Ghost Hunter Society's website, 600 people witnessed this unique happening on one such night in the I past. I mean... 600 people. We could go on the 10th, but then we'll have to go to Penn, Penn station. station. Yeah. Um, it's also been captured in, like, EVP. Okay. So we can Love just that. listen to yeah, that. Yeah, let's do that. Um... Staunton Train Depot, Staunton, Virginia, Virginia, okay, is renowned as one of the most haunted spots in Staunton. I think that's how it's pronounced. Located in the Shenandoah Valley, the station is steeped in 150 years of death via fire. Oh my God! War and the tragedy of derailed trains. I never really thought about how like. Trains get in accidents. Yeah, I I suppose even like back then they would. Is Hello, do you see a ghost? ghost? What's up? <laughs> I think she just spooked herself. Meow. Baby. Um, are you all right? You okay? Baby. She's good. Uh, so yeah. Aside from the train-related tragedies, eleven thousand years of the what? No, can't be right. Yeah, no. 11,000 years of the valley being home to Native Americans may also contribute to some strange paranormal reports. That includes a 17-year... Oh, wait. uh, That includes also a 17-year-old opera singer who died while asleep on a train that crashed. Oh, no. She's seen, still in her nightgown, wandering around the station platform. A drunk Confederate soldier killed on the tracks is seen stumbling about the tracks. 
shadows, other lights, disembodied voices, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's just a wildly haunted place. Damn. Waterfront Station in Vancouver, Canada. Okay. The Waterfront Station is often cited as the most haunted building in the city of Vancouver. Shit. Some apparitions seen by security guards include the blazing white ghost of an old woman, a 1920s flapper, fun, dancing to audible ragtime music. (gasps) That's so fun. It's the best. That's great. Ghostly silhouettes along the tracks, furniture moving on its own, phantom footsteps, and that's basically it. It's just a fun place to be. I want to... Go there. I'm going to be a flapper ghost. Yeah, that sounds like a great time. Uh, Flinders Street Station in Melbourne, aside from being the most used train station in the city, it's said to have a resident ghost affectionately known as George. Cute. Described dressed as a fisherman, George is, is seen on Platform 10 with fishing rod in hand as he awaits the next train. Fun. One of the stories about George speculates he may have drowned in the nearby Yarra River. No. Uh, historically known as a popular spot for fish and... Covent Garden's underground tube station in London, Ooh. I've been there and so have you, mm-hmm. is said to be a hotbed of paranormal activity Shit. for nearly 50 years. Various witnesses report a tall man dressed in a dark coat, hat, and gloves, which, uh, run away if you see even not a ghost of that. I mean, yeah, if you see a man wearing gloves and a hat. Dark ever, dark coat, hat, gloves, yeah. and it's like, maybe not winter. Yeah, no way. And he's too tall? If he's wearing any kind of top hat and gloves, yes. get away. He's seen in various tunnels networking the underground. Ooh, no. Can you imagine seeing this person and then seeing them again in like a different train station? No. I'd no, lose no, my no, mind. No, I absolutely can't. Uh, ooh, oh, I hate that. The staff have been startled by his presence yeah, in, of the, course. in the staff restroom. Oh, his presence is so unnerving that several station workers put in requests for transfers. I mean, some witnesses I would compare too. the apparition to that of William Terrace, an actor murdered in 1897 near the Strand. Damn. Yeah. Wow, that's so so profoundly creepy. Yeah, there's also one in um, Birmingham where many believe spirits of forced suicides committed in the Aww, station haunt. That's very sad. Yeah. There's also four terrifying haunted train stations in India. Mm. MG Road Metro Station in Delhi. This railroad metro station is believed to be a hotbed of many paranormal encounters. People claim a woman dressed in a white sari haunts the station. Rumored she was a victim of a deadly accident. Oh, that's so sad. At 90 Station, uh, haunting of the railroad is, is attributed to the proximity to the jail. Ooh, fun. It held freedom fighters who were said to be tortured to death. Damn. Hate that. That's um, so... And people think that their souls haunt Oof. the train station. That's tough. Rabindra so- Saro- Sarobar Metro Station, located in Kolkata, India, is also known as a as Paradise of Suicide. Oh, my God. Since so many suicides have been committed there... Train passengers traveling during the night have reportedly seen apparitions about the station, crying, moaning, and just upset. So sad. And then this last one in Delhi, the nightly apparition of a woman on the road leading to the station is said to chase after cars. (gasps) No, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Locals avoid that train station because a ghost woman will chase your car. I really hate it. I don't like that at all. I don't like it. 
I really don't Ooh, like that. Anything that chases. Ugh. Yeah. I don't like. Ugh. ugh. I mean, what I I would say that like there is part of me that thinks getting on a ghost train would be very fun. In, like, a spirited away kind of way. But that's, like, a train full of spirits. Yeah, that's a train that's, like, choo-choo-ch, all aboard. We're Mm -hmm. just going for the next two minutes, and then you can leave. Yeah. Getting on a train that, like, you are trapped on for years with ghosts is very different. Mm Mm-hmm. Very scary. Yeah. It's It's not good. That being said, there's nothing like hearing a whistling train in the distance. I love it so much. It also, like, there's something so spooky about railroads. Yeah. I mean, even today, when I was on my way home tonight, there was an announcement at Union Square that was like, the train is delayed because a passenger was pushed in front of a train at, like, Blah Street and died. (gasps) And everybody on the track, or everybody waiting was just like, oh my god, okay. Like, you don't have to fucking tell us that. That's so horrible. Yeah. This is just, like, a little piece of advice, everybody. Stand behind that fucking yellow line. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing walking down the yellow line? Insane. Insane. What are you doing? And also, you need to have your wits about you on the subway platform. Especially at Union Square. Take you know those, that little, like, yes. rattling cage comes out at the 6 to fucking chop you in half like you're in signs. Yep. And also, uh, take your fucking headphones off. You don't know who's behind you. Yeah. And there's a, a million out miles per hour train coming. Yeah. You, you need to know what's going on. whatever you're listening to until you get on the train. You need to know what's happening yeah. around you. It's, it's okay? so insane. Put your back against the wall if you need to. Uh-huh. Just, you gotta know what what's going on. What I always do is pick a, a pillar to lean against to kind of brace so yep. that, like, I, you know I'm just ready. That's a good, that's a good one to do. Especially if it's me. a platform where there's no wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's just two trains. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh, trains. When oh, are we going to get a new subway system? Train, that's a whole other thing. But yeah, those are just, not too many, but, I mean, you got to think, too. I didn't even get into, like, I'm sure that there's so much more... In, like, the... I bet Japan the, has a bunch. Yeah, but also think about the horrific things that happened when the railroads across this country were being built. Oh, Chain my gangs? God. Like, yeah. I mean, all... Horrific. Like, yeah, fucking, like, Manifest Destiny yeah. was, like, coincided with the building of America's railways. Yes, right? that and, like, uh, you know... Just people like, like people like criminals hopping on trains. Yeah, bad shit happening on trains in train Oof. cars. God, such a dark, dark history. Like, yeah, you you've got to think there's just got to be so much like bound up in that. Yeah, that we like may never know about. Do you know what? What? It's a modern day ley line. <gasps> Stephanie, you're absolutely. It does right. run on magnets. They're man made ley lines. They're man made ley lines. Wow. I would, okay. Tell me. I would venture guess. Tell I would me. say that probably at least one major railroad accidentally was built on top of Lines the ley line. Lines up with the ley line? Yeah. We should look into it. I'm going to go ahead and say it. You should look into it and tell me what you learned. Okay. I, I will. I'm curious to know, A, if one does, B, if it's the deadliest one. Oh, my God. 
Yeah. Or even just the one where, like, the most, like, UFO sightings or whatever happened. Sure. No. Or the most highly traveled one, even. Yeah. That and just, like, any pathways. Trains. Find any trend Um, reporting that you can. I'm going to do railroads, highways, and airplanes. Ooh. Okay. If airplanes fly... I'm intrigued. On the track of fucking ley lines, I'm going to lose my goddamn shit. Well, dude, I mean, they fly on electromagnetic, like... I bet they do. You know, whatever. I don't know. I I'm going to no go full insane aluminum hat about, if if airplanes fall I have lines. no idea what I'm talking about, but I just got a gut feeling they do. I do, too. Uh, I'm just going to say that they do. Well, because if you think about birds, you know birds fly, have, like, built-in yep. electromagnetic whatever. Do you know that? We, we, oh, man. I can't even get into this. We talked about how people have different magnets on the podcast, right? What do you mean people have different I, like, magnets? My mom says all the time to me, she's like, well, you know, I don't have good magnets. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Oh, like to navigate? And people, I, I guess. I'm sure there are yeah, other, there like, people be. have different Magnets. I mean, I or I guess sensitivity to magnetic direction. So I perhaps I I think I maybe have bad magnets. I think I might have okay ones because I can usually um, I can usually I'm not like great at like maps or driving, but Uh I can usually remember right away where I am and how to get where I need to go. Yeah, I've often walked like ten minutes in the wrong direction. So I don't think I'm a good magnet. I think New York does fuck you up for that, though, because it's completely... It's very easy to think you're going the right way. Yeah, and, like, the things that are... It's like um, none of the natural magnets. It's just, like, a concrete place. Yeah. Well, sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? The concrete has been interfering with my mag. I I think that's exactly right. Fucking de Blasio. Yeah. Add it Fucking de Blasio. Blasio. Why do you come and take care of your own you freaking that my city? Frigging magnets. You come and Why give us back our magnets. Why do you come up the concrete and reset my frigging magnets? How about you get off the campaign trail and come take care of New York City's How about you get magnets? Off your frigging dupa and reset my goddamn magnets. How about you come back to the fucking Prospect Park YMCA wow. and you give us back our magnets? Give me back my magnets bill we are going to the next town okay hall we're going into man we're gonna get shot with rubber bullets i am well they making, drag us, us out de blasio give us back our magnets, magnets. T-shirts. give me back my magnets you oh. know what bill the ley lines are too powerful under here and that's why you had to bamboozle us yep yep with your friggin' sidewalk. With your friggin' yeah. With that friggin' curve. It's important that we plan our box outside of gather. You put a friggin' planning planner box outside of gather so you foot traffic can't move past. Two curve planters outside of gather. What are we doing, Bill? It's almost like you don't want us to gather. It's like you want one man to be able to walk through past gather once a day. You put a store that just sells bongs and batteries next to gather. You put a vape juice shop next to gather right between gather and the children's imaginarium. Unbelievable. Who do you think lives on this block? Who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? Who do you think I am? Give New York back its magnets. New York its I love this new thing that what's killing the New Yorkers nowadays is lack of magnets. Sharks. 
Sharks. <laughs> Sharks, has this ever been you? We've circled back just making magnet bracelets just like Olga. <laughs> You're walking down the street. You're walking You're down walking the street. You're walking past Gather. Your inclination is, sure, to to <laughs> scoot along and trace right right next to the, the planter box curving yeah. alongside. And yet, you feel drawn to walk in the center of the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. You look up and realize you've been going wrong the wrong direction the whole time. Uh, you realize you're right outside of Leroy's place. <gasps> you're so far from the subway now. You think to yourself, where did, my where did I go wrong? Go? And I'll tell you what. Introducing friggin' magnets. Friggin' de Blasio's <laughs> magnets. Here's the okay. thing. They're sewn into a shirt, okay? Mm-hmm. So you wear the shirt, and yeah, it's heavy. Sure. But you get your magnets back a little bit. Yeah. Gravity blankets are all the rage. Think about it like a gravity blanket, but also you can tell where you're going now. It's like two t-shirts, but you've ironed a hundred quarters in between them. It's like if you filled a life vest with sand... And then you wore it yep. under your t-shirt. It's like you accidentally left the dentist wearing that heavy x-ray vest. Oh, you know that's the most relaxed I like, ever really am. Relaxing, I yeah. love that so much. But it also is printed like a cool Ed Hardy like skeleton with Yeah, wings. yeah. It's fucking sick. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Sharks, we're looking for a 20, $20 million investment for $200 billion. Yeah. <laughs> and you will get advertising rights on HSN. That's all. That's all. That's all we're willing to part with. All we want is to be in stores next to Scrub Daddy. Yeah. I think that's reasonable, and I think they'll go for I it. I think Lori would go for Lori it. Lori would go for yeah, it. Lori she gets it. it. She gets it. She gets She's it She's the sure. scene on TV girl. Yeah, of course. Um, boy, I feel like we really did something here. Yeah, for uh, sure. What's your tip, though? Uh, my tip is if your pet does almost anything, it's normal. And if it does a thing that you think is weird, take it to the vet. Yeah, yeah, take it to the vet. Don't be mean to your pet. No, treat it's it like a, a child. Sweet baby, that's a child. It doesn't understand. Your pet is kind of like a child. It's, it's a not child. possessed. Would you think that your baby was possessed if it <laughs> laughed at the Bible? No, because it just is laughing at anything. No, yeah, I'd love for a baby to laugh at a Bible. Um, I think my tip is just, like, know what train you're getting on. Um, Oh, yeah, that's smart. Yeah, it's especially good for for everyone to know. Mm -hmm. But I'll say, too, as somebody who got very lost in the Czech Republic. Oh, yeah. uh, In Prague, by getting on a train and going the wrong way for, like, 45 minutes. All I had to do was, I, I got off and I went to, like, a corner store. And they were, like, I tried so hard to communicate and it just wasn't happening. But I magically my ma- my my magnets worked. I found my way back to exactly. I, I didn't know the story. name of my yeah. hotel. I didn't remember where I was going. The yeah. street. I just found my way back somehow. Insane. That's also the first time I did paintball. Your magnets. Mm-hmm. Your magnets kicked in because you weren't in frigging New York frigging, City. Frigging De Blasio. Frigging De Blas. Um, it really does say wait, something. Doesn't he live like two blocks from here? Yes, he, he lives actually on, I does. I think he lives on 14. He does go to my wife's head. No, I, I like walked past his house the other day. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he lives near, very nearby. If you hear me, Bill, give me my freaking magnet. I want my freaking. I want my magnet. I need my mags. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Oh, man. I'm going to, yeah, we're definitely going to go to a town <laughs> meeting soon. We're gone. Um, thank you so much, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. 
We hope you enjoyed TV Talk. We, we hope, hope you enjoyed yeah. Magnet Hour. <laughs> the power is yours. The power is yours, but only if you can access your magnets. Only if you have your magnets. Um, maybe in Captain Planet, the rings are magnets. Picture it. Oh, yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. They gotta be. Picture it. I love that. Um, follow us on Instagram at That's the Spirit Podcast. You can email us at That's the Spirit Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Twitter at Spirit Pod. Please email us a tale or two. A tale Ooh, of two tales. A tale of two tutors. Um, <laughs> you, you can tell us anything and we'll tell it on the pod. That's true, what she said. Yeah. Uh, we love you a lot. We love you. And we'll see you in hell. We'll meet you there on the train. Bye. Bye. Yay.